It's Women's Revival. Enjoy the sermon by Sister Mikea Bean. Stand firm, he is God. Good evening, everyone. I just want to thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity to come forth and give this word tonight. I give honor and praise to our covering, Dr. Bishop McCullough, and I just give honor to all the saints and friends, Facebook and YouTube. This evening's topic is Stand Firm, He is God. What do you think of when you hear the word stand? It is a word we hear all the time. Maybe to you, it means to be in upright position. According to Google, the definition for stand as a noun means to have an attitude towards a particular issue. In our Christian walk, we need to stand on the word of God. We have to know what the word is telling us and believe in it. We need to know the word for ourselves. So we will not have anyone change our mind. We have to walk out in faith that the decision we make is the right one and that God will make a way in a difficult time. We know that this world is up against a pandemic. We have to choose if we want to be vaccinated or not. We should stand on what we believe. We have to choose if we want to be vaccinated or not. We should stand on what we believe, what is best for us. We should not let anyone tell us what we should do with our body. Do not be pressured in something that you are not comfortable. If you have your reasons why you would not get it, do not get it. Stand firm on the decision you make and what you believe. There will always be difficult decisions you will have to make in life's journey, remember to lean on God. He has the answers. Know that he is God and God alone. So in this story, we would see what God had encountered come against. We will watch as Jesus makes a stand in front of this crowd. Let's go into the text as we cover the three points. Point number one, they said nothing. Stand in faith. Point number two, he said, stand forth. Point number three, he said, stretch forth. Point number one, they said nothing. Stand in faith. Verse one, he entered again into the synagogue and there was a man there which had a withered hand. We see that Jesus went in again. So that means he went in before, right? He saw the man. He had faith that when he had to go back in again, he would see something and he would make something happen. Jesus did not just go in for his praise and worship and go home. He was standing to see who needed his hand. He noticed a man's deformed hand. Remember they saying, when you see something, you say something. Jesus saw something and he did something about it. When you are the only person that sees something out of the ordinary, pray about it, speak to it. 
when you give a hand to someone that did not ask for any help, for your assistance, it may bless their heart. If Jesus can notice a man's withered hand, he can notice all of our ups and downs. He stood in faith that someone needed his touch. When you feel the Holy Spirit speaking to you about something, stand in faith that it will come to pass. Do not quench the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit have its way. While you are standing, reach out to his hand for help when you need it. He may not say or do something at first, but he will come again and see that something is odd. Verse 2, and they watched him. Rather, he would heal him on that Sabbath day that they may accuse him. The Pharisees were watching Jesus every step. When we have something to do in church, of course, we have eyes watching us every move that we make in church or out of church. Remember, the enemy is always on his post. People would talk, but remember, stand in faith in what you plan on doing or speaking. You will have haters, curious, pokey people that may be looking for a downfall, but you stand strong. Do not, do not let anybody tear you down. What Jesus has said and placed in front of you is for you. Stretch out your hand. Do not feel ashamed of what choice you make. God may bless you anyhow. We have to be bold and address that situation that may bring doubts to people. So ask God for the courage to speak to any situation that is involving a conflict. When God says, stand forth, we should be obedient to his voice. Stand up to your enemies. We know that it's hard, but with God, all things are possible. And remember what God can do and know he will be beside you. We know there was a pass between the Pharisees and Jesus. By the looks of it, Jesus had a plan. Remember, he is God. Point number two, he said, stand forth. Verse three, and he said unto the man which had the withered hand, stand forth. God told the man, stand in front of everyone. What do you think the man was thinking? Was he embarrassed? Was he excited when God called his name? Probably embarrassed, right? What will be running through your mind when God tells you to stand in front of your enemies? Would you obey or would you walk away? Remember, Silence is good, right? We know that Jesus did not hide. He did not back down to the Pharisees. When he had a dialogue with the man, with the deformed hand, he was brave all by himself. When he sees the man, he states verse four. I will be reading from the message book. Jesus questioned the Pharisees. Then he spoke to the people. What kind of action suits the Sabbath best? Doing good or doing evil? Helping people or leaving them helpless? No one said a word. This scripture 
says it all. The Pharisees were silent. Why? Because they felt embarrassed and convicted because God had healed the man when everyone was watching. We know that God will help the helpless and it was good. He will always fight for someone that is in a similar situation like the man with the deformed hand. Second Chronicles 32, 8 says, But with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. Remember, last night, God will fight our battles. Give it to him. He will be there if you call on him. However, he is watching from afar. When you seek him from afar, he can also stretch his hand from afar. So just trust him. Give him a try and see what the outcome will be. Point number three. He said, stand forth. Verse five. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was completely healed, restored. Restored meaning a pact of this to me, meaning to reconstitute in health, home, or organization. Jesus was not happy at all with the Pharisees. He was angry and sad, and the hearts were not in the right place. Jesus wants to help you. He wants to help you. You have to be willing to accept his hand. It's all on you and have the right mindset and heart to be on one accord with him. He knows everything. He is giving us the opportunity to open our mouths and speak. He knows from the beginning and the end. He knows our thoughts. He knows what we're going to do and what we're going to say next. And Jesus does not back down when he is passionate about something. He wants the best for us, so he will not be mad for long. So we should be like him. We should relax. We should go to him and ask him for his hand, for his assistance in the situations that we are going to go through, the conflicts that we will be going through in our daily life. When Jesus speaks, take heed. Do not miss your blessing like the man when he held his hand out. He didn't walk away. He didn't miss his blessing. He ran and ran in front of everyone, no matter who was around. Sometimes we see that things don't look like it's going to end right, but we have to trust that something good will come out of it. For instance, as a young adult, we see that we have to pay bills. And of course, we hear that you know you have to pay your tithes first before anything else. But sometimes we just don't take that leap of faith and trust that God has us covered. We need to get back into tithing and reaching out to the young people and show them that God will make a way. If you have $200, he will make a way. Just give it to him and you will see what God has for you. Verse 6. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot 
with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. No matter what good you do, someone may be behind you plotting to take you out. But we know to stand firm and know who you serve and who is beside you. Keep your hair lifted high. Do not be scared. Know that battle to fight and to walk away. Silence, I say, silence is good medicine. So do what you do best is to zip and walk away. We do not want to feed anything negative in this atmosphere. We do not want to gravitate to the negative people and the environment, so we walk away. Verse 7, Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the lake, and a large crowd from Galilee followed. He is victorious. When good things come to you or happen in your life, people will draw to you. An example, when you have a famous person, someone that came through a procedure, thank you, God, you know who, they receive all the accolades, the praises from what they accomplished and what they overcame. God will make a way. For example, another example, Florida won the triathlon overall. And you know, everyone in Bermuda was excited. That is how we should be with Jesus. Be so excited and want to hear more about him and just push and push other people to him. Verse 8, when they heard about all he was doing, many people came to him from Judea, Jerusalem, Odomia, and the regions across the Jordan and around Tyre and Sidon. When we hear the miraculous work that God has done, it should cause you, us, to get closer to him and follow every step he wants us to take in this life. He will lead you to the right path. Just believe that he will do it if he says he will. Do not doubt him. When you get through, people are going to want to know, how did you do that? They may look at you as a role model. They might look at you as, oh, he did it for you. Like, wow, he can do it for me too. So we say, try him, trust in him because you will live a good life and you will live a right life and people will look at that. Concluding, the best thing that can happen to the man with the deformed hand is to be in the presence of Jesus. Jesus is the miracle worker. He will keep you. He is a healer. Yes, I know that. Try him and tell people all about him. Tell everyone about the good work he has done in your life. Thank you.